if you if you win in the Juno, you got to maybe get another dog and name name it Juno, okay? Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> the Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. I'm so happy to be joined on the line now with the amazingly talented Lindsay L. Lindsay, thanks for doing this today. We really appreciate it. It's so good to hear your voice, Dave. Lindsay, I got I was going to intro you as Juno nominee Lindsay L. Because you're up for Country Ooh. Album of the Year. When you got the news, you know, how did that make you feel to be up for that particular award? You know, getting that call was one of the coolest things. I have watched the Juno Awards ever since I was a little girl, and um, to be able to be nominated for my very first time and to be able to be nominated on this record makes it all the more special. You know, I have put so much blood, sweat, and tears into my last album, Heart Theory, and so to see it be spotlighted and, um, and, and nominated for a Juno is just so, so cool. I know that people always say that they do put their heart and their souls into albums, but this is really true for you because this album is transparently you. Does it mean even more to to have people see it now and and have it in this kind of light that the Junos have shone on it? Yeah, you know, it's it's incredible that we've all been able to um continue life as is throughout the pandemic. And um, and the fact that, you know, the Junos are even happening has been so amazing. Um, and so I'm, I'm really just grateful. I'm grateful to have been able to release music throughout a pandemic, as well as, um, you know, have somebody like the Junos be paying attention to it and being like, hey, this is a really, really, really special body of work. Lindsay, I'm sure you haven't gotten too far ahead of yourself, but if you were to win... Who do you think the first person you would be thanking in your in your acceptance speech would be? Do you do you maybe have that first person already penned out? Oh my goodness! I mean, that is that is a good thing that I have obviously not thought about. Um, you know, I would need to thank my family first. Um, they've just been alongside me ever since a little, uh, I was a little girl. Probably, I would be thanking Randy Bachman in that acceptance speech because he was the one who discovered me when I was 13 years old um, as well as Dan Huff my producer like this album wouldn't have happened with him this is such good practice Dave thank you so much <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just gave a practice um, award show acceptance speech we're when you win we're going to compare it to what you said versus what you thought you might say and we'll just see how you do because I got a I got a feeling that it's going to be a pretty exhilarating experience regardless of what happens because this particular award has got some amazing artists. For you as a woman in the in the industry, what's it like to see two other women nominated in the Country Album of the Year category? You know, it is so special to see um, to be nominated amongst artists that I really look up to and respect. And yeah, the fact that I'm nominated alongside McKenzie and Tennille, it's just so um, so special. And it's really it, it's kudos to the Canadian music industry for wanting to lift females up and, you know, spotlight their brilliance. And so I'm just so honored to be nominated alongside them. And uh, as well as newcomer Jade Eagleson, who's, uh, you know, just a sweetheart of a guy. We caught up with him earlier this week. And, uh, you know, legend in the music industry, Dallas Smith. Like, to be in in that company as well, that's got to mean a lot to you. Very much so. Dallas and I have been buddies um, for a long time, and I've just looked up to the career he's built. It's just been such an incredible one. And so, um, 
so yes, that feels so cool. And yet, Jade is such a talented new artist that it's it's like I feel this group of fellow nominees is just so strong. There was so much great music that was released. Chatting with Lindsay L, Juno nominee. Lindsay L, who's uh, already piecing together uh, an acceptance speech, which uh, you heard just now on 107, which is great. Lindsay, uh, just going over some of the, the, the singles and the hits that we've been playing on 107, uh, given that you know it's been a rough year performance-wise, not a lot of people have been able to play live, what's one of your songs that you're most looking forward to you know, belting out on stage when you get that opportunity? I mean, right now it is. Uh, I cannot wait to belt out "Good on You." It's it's just been such a song that I've been seeing incredible reaction from the fans, and um, and to be able to to see that that universal, you know, I know what that feels like is just so special. Um, you know, I think "Good on You" was written as a song that you know when when you're getting over and X and, and you see they have moved on and you haven't moved on yet and you're so happy for them and you're also a little bit bittersweet and um, because you may have not moved on yet. And I just think it's such a relatable feeling that isn't often written about or you don't hear songs written about it that, that much. And so it's been so cool to just see fans react to it and I cannot wait to play it live and hear everybody singing along. Lindsay, what's the process like deciding on which single or which song off an album you want to release next? Is there what's just take us behind the scenes? What's the process like to eventually deciding to release "Good on You" as a single? Dave, that is the question of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, deciding on a single is is for sure a process, and um, I'm so grateful that I have a an incredible team that really helps. You know, kind of piece all of that down into choosing the next song and um, all I know my job is is to write the most honest music and record it in the coolest way that I can think of and then from that point I sort of pass the football over to my team and let them do their jobs and choose like what are the best singles. I definitely have my my opinion sometimes of what I think we should go with but um, but I really lean on them a lot just because I know you know I, I hire them all for a reason. <laughs> Uh, well, you you do have an amazing team around you, but you've been an amazing artist now for a number of years. And I, I'm told on Monday you actually got a really big surprise, courtesy of the folks from ET Canada. Can you take us through a little bit about what happened? My friends at ET Canada surprised me with my first gold record ever. It was such a cool day, and um, and so amazing just to be in in amongst. Um, you know, people that I love on on Zoom. My my parents showed up. Ed Canada surprised me with my parents as well, and so I I just even got emotional. And I mean, this song, Dave, wouldn't have gone number one without you guys. So kudos to you, and thank you for making that happen. And then to be surprised with a gold record is just so so special. Just take us a little bit behind "Want Me Back" because uh, you know that is such a it's now such a staple song, and it's always going to be attached to you in such a special way because of this gold record. So just can you take us through what the process was like putting it together and, you know, watching it climb is the way it did? Yeah, so Want Me Back was um, the first time Kane Brown and I ever wrote together. And Kane is just such a talented songwriter. I mean, we've played a lot of shows together in festivals. And as artists, we always are like, hey, we should should write together one day. And um, 
and we actually made that happen. And so along with our friends, Matt McGinn and Lindsay Rhymes, we were able to, to write the song. And I remember the day we wrote it, Kane was like, Lindsay, I want to write a song about the female and about girls. And, and I was like, Kane, that is perfect because I want to write a song about like empowerment and stepping into your own power and not, and not letting anything take that away. And so we just were on the same page the day we wanted to write it. And, um, it uh, it it just it came to life in the matter of a few hours. Lindsay, what does it mean to you to be a role model to young women? You know, not just who want to maybe make their way in music, but you know, find their happiness and, and continue to battle to to be successful in whatever area they they so choose. What's it like to be a role model for young women all over Canada now? Oh my goodness! Even hearing that statement feels like a big responsibility. Um, although I am honored to be able to be a role model, you know, if I could be even half of the role model that Shania and and Terry Clark and Faith Hill and Jen Arden and Cheryl Crow and Bonnie Raitt and all of these incredible women female artists were to me when I was a little girl, then I'll feel like I'm doing my job right. You know, I I feel a huge honor to be able to inspire, um, you know, maybe other boys and girls wanting to to play instruments or maybe even get into the music industry or maybe even just listen to songs and and feel inspired by them and so um i just i take that very seriously it's not something that that comes lightly to me and i just want to keep writing and recording the best music i can so that i can continue to do that uh, Lindsay, we still have a couple more minutes, so we'll go on a bit of a lighter side. Uh, I've been lucky enough to catch up with a number of artists lately, and I've been very curious as to what they've been up to during the pandemic. Aaron Goodvins told me he's been uh, a master dishwasher. Tim Hicks says he can fold laundry really, uh, really well. Jason McCoy's a, a motorhead and a gearhead, and he's been in the shop. Have you picked up a new uh, pandemic talent or skill in the past you know, year to 18 months that you maybe are very proud of? Dave, yeah, I mean, the past um, 18 months have, have been quite busy. I've moved, I've gotten a dog, I've become a dog mom, so I guess I could add that to my skill because um, I take that very, very seriously. But um, I love cooking so much, and it's been so nice to be home because I've been able to cook, you know, dinner. If, if I always have my preference, I prefer to cook compared to, um, compared to going out. And when we're on the road a lot, I just wasn't able to do that so being able to have food in my fridge although it's something that you know um i take for granted or we all take for granted sometimes when it's when it's in our everyday life but to be able to put food in my fridge and to cook dinner every night has been something i've just been so so grateful for i'm so grateful that you only mentioned your dog towards the end of our conversation because we would have spent 15 minutes talking about your dog uh what's what's uh, your puppy's name what kind is it and what's your favorite part about being a new dog mom Oh, my gosh. Her name is Hendrix. I named her after my favorite guitar player, Jimi Hendrix. And she is just the light of my life. She is a rescue palm tree. So she's a Pomeranian chihuahua. And she has so much life and um, and energy and just has has become, like, we actually went out on a few bus runs. So she's going to be a great bus dog. The band loves her. Um, she We call her our little fox because she kind of looks like a tiny little fox. <laughs> That is so great. Uh, if you if you win in the Juno, you got to maybe get another dog and name name it Juno, okay? 
Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, last one for you. We're we're currently doing uh, a big charity adventure for a local St- for the local Steinbeck Arts Council, where they're doing an after school arts program, encouraging uh, kids to get into different arts programs, whether it is music or painting or drawing or just you know theater, something to get them out of their shell a little bit. Just being an artist yourself, you know, talk a little bit about what an arts program means to kids and how much it can help those that are maybe looking for a certain path or direction. I think that, you know, having art as an outlet is so important and especially, you know, having good music education or art education at a young age. Um, I think that it's just such a healthy thing to have an outlet for, you know, as we're all experiencing the stress that we go through, um, you know, every day in our lives, um, art is just such a beautiful escape and to be able to process those emotions and put and channel that energy into something really, really good that can become maybe a career or even just a really important hobby in your life that, um, that will, will serve you for the rest of your life. Lindsay, thank you so much for doing this today. I want to wish you and Hendrix all the best. Uh, congratulations on your Juno nomination. And uh, uh, if you win, I'm hoping we can maybe catch up and we can compare the, the notes you gave us today to the speech you give when you win. Thank you so much for doing I this. Will you do that. I will hold you to that, Dave. I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.